Welcome back to Superintendent Radio Network. I'm Guy Ciparano. We're here in Verona, Wisconsin at the Wisconsin Turfgrass Field Day. It's an absolutely stunning day out here and there's a gigantic turnout of golf course superintendents and turf industry professionals here at the research site. And we're going to be talking with uh, Dr. Paul Koch, a turfgrass pathologist with the University of Wisconsin-Madison about some ways you can implement technology into your disease management strategies. First off, Paul, thanks for joining us and thanks for having us here and thanks for uh, dialing up the awesome weather. Thanks, Guy. Glad you could make it. I guess the uh, the obvious thing to start with would be just explain some of the things you're doing at the field day and how big of a showcase is this for you and the other turfgrass pathologists here at the University of Wisconsin. Well, it's, it's the one time of year that we really get to show the industry exactly what we're doing and where their support goes and why their support is important. And so typically in the morning we focus more on general turf and lawn care and in the, in the afternoon we'll focus more uh, on the golf course side of things. But it's really important for us to be able to connect with our industry and show them where their support goes. We've heard the term precision turf management in, in the golf industry. Today you're going to be introducing some precision disease management topics to some of the superintendents here. Explain what that is and what some of the work you're doing on that end entails. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the precision turf management has come from the water efficiency side, and they've been really, really effective at really fine-tuning in how much water needs to go on the various areas of the golf course. And from a disease management standpoint, I don't think we've really gotten to that point yet. And so if you're going to control dollar spot or brown patch, whatever disease it might be, you're likely going to go spray all 18 greens, you're going to spray all 18 fairways, all at one time. And so what we want to move towards in the future is only spraying the areas of the golf course that need it at any given time. And so, you know, one of the ways we're doing that is through using a, a dollar spot predictive model, dollar spot being our number one disease here in the upper Midwest and through uh, much of the country, and using that model to determine when conditions are ripe for, uh, uh, for fungicide applications to more finely tune when those applications are. Along with that, then, we're also looking to partner with some uh, different weather station companies and some different technology companies. We're working right now with Spectrum Technologies on having on having the, the dollar spot model inside of one of their uh, systems, so that when you uh, when the weather station beams the weather data to your computer, to your tablet, or to your phone, it would also then. Uh, let you know what the, the risk for dollar spot disease is, where that weather station is, and then hopefully uh, a few years down the road, we can I can envision a, a scenario where we'd have multiple weather stations located all over the golf course and be able to tell you exactly what areas of the golf course have a higher disease uh, risk, and uh, only those areas would need to be uh, applied with fungicide. And so I think uh, I think that's where we're going. We're starting to see some of that in ag, and I think we're, we're, we'll see that move into turf and I think it'll uh, potentially uh, significant savings uh, in, in product usage and in money to the to the golf course superintendent. I think at first people hear data and numbers and they're already dealing with a lot in the golf industry. Uh, how simple can this stuff be? It sounds complex when you first talk about it, but how simple can it be once we understand it more in the industry? Sure. I, as far as the, the disease prediction and the model, the model itself, the, the output that you get is very simple. It's going to give you a number. Typically, we see values anywhere between zero and about 50. Uh, over about 20 in our research we found is where we start to see some dollar spots. So we use 20 20% uh, 20 probability of dollar spot as our threshold for applying a fungicide. But the other thing I like about the model, this particular model, is that it gives you options. If you find on your golf course that you start to see dollar spot coming in at 15, you can put it at 15. If you see 25, you can put it out at 25. So it gives you options, which past models have not, where it's either it's a yes or no sort of model. And so moving forward, I think that's important because golf course superintendents have so much on their plate, they can't be calculating and worried about 
different data and variables and all that sort of stuff. So it's got to be as simple as possible if it's going to be implemented. What would the cost be to this? Would it, would it add, add a lot to the budget or would it actually eventually save money because maybe less chemicals would be using? How, how do you see this maybe uh, affecting a budget? Yeah, so I mean, it would be, a, it, as, as currently developed, it would be it would be a large upfront cost to, to purchase several weather stations. What I hope happens over the next couple of years is, is there are some simpler weather stations uh, that are designed that are cheaper that you can put all over the golf course to give you a better idea of, of the disease risk all over the golf course. And I think over time though, you know, even if you're only saving a few thousand dollars per year on fungicide applications through this precision management system, uh, hopefully that adds up over time and, and, and you recoup your costs in, in, uh, in a reasonable length of time. What type of summer have you had here in the upper Midwest? Have you seen any uh, outbreaks of any, any diseases? I mean, it, it was, uh, I would say, relatively normal. It was uh, mild, relatively dry for most of the summer. Then we had the heat wave like much of the country had. Uh, that just broke on Sunday. We had a tremendous amount of rain. So we did have uh, a decent amount of brown patch outbreak. A decent level of, uh, I'd say, a minor to decent level of, of pythium uh, on various golf courses, at least areas that were uh, con consistently wet during the rains last week. Um, and Dollar Spot has been uh, certainly present, but by no means uh, incredibly aggressive. So I think it's been a it's been a relatively mild disease year uh, to date. But you know, a lot of times when when we get in August, that's our prime disease time of the year in the Upper Midwest. So we'll we'll, we'll be ready for whatever comes. You just mentioned a few diseases. We've been talking about technology and disease management. How much different do you see disease management maybe being 10 years from now? Integrated into this precision disease management, you know, we have our dollar spot model now. What I would hope is that we can continue to, to produce new models so that we have uh, better data on predicting when anthracnose is going to occur, when microdochium is going to occur, when brown patch is going to occur. There are some models that are around and some of those are effective and we can incorporate those into a future system. My thinking and my hope is that moving forward, uh, the superintendent can see a readout for any given day for several areas of the golf course and see which diseases are going to be most at risk and then develop the control strategy based on that. Yeah, and one last thing here I think it's important for golf course superintendents to understand, and they do understand this, is that there can be a lot of variances within within an 18-hole facility. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, and that's why I think this precision management system is really important. If you have one weather station even at your shop, you're likely going to under-predict disease on half your facility and over-predict disease on the other half of your facility. So I think it's going to be important that you know we, we get as many sensors as is affordable and plausible out in different environments on the golf course uh, so that we can accurately predict where disease is occurring in all these micro environments uh, that we have. And what are some other things you're working on here at the university and here with the uh, Wisconsin Turfgrass Association that, that excite you and your colleagues? Yeah, so some other things that, that you know we're working on in, in pathology, we are starting to get into some uh, you know broadly termed phytobiome work. So what impact does uh, different management strategies have on the microbial community and then how does how can we use uh, that microbial community to benefit us in turf? So from, a, from an overall plant health standpoint, from a disease management standpoint, that's really a significant area of research that we're getting into. Uh, we have uh, several students uh, working on that right now, and we hope to have some, 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 some very uh, applicable results coming out of that in the next few years. And there's some other researchers around the country that are starting to get into phytobiome work as well. And then we also have some uh, what we term reduced toxicity or reduced risk initiatives where we're trying to educate the public on on the differences in older uh, traditional maybe more environmentally impactful pesticides versus newer more modern uh, lower uh, impact uh, products and and trying to 
um, transition uh, those facilities that are interested in doing that towards some of those lower impact programs and allowing them to gain some, some public appeal and um, praise for doing that. Well, Paul, thanks for having us. It's been an enjoyable day. We even got to play some tennis on a bent grass <laughs> tennis court here. There were brats, and you know, I strongly urge if uh, if any golf course superintendents from anywhere in the upper mid Midwest next July when this event's going on to, to stop by. It's definitely been a beneficial day. And uh, again, Paul, thanks for having us. Appreciate it, guy. Thank you. You've been listening to the Superintendent Radio Network, the podcast of Golf Course Industry Magazine, a production of GIE Media. I've been your host, Guy Cipriano. You can find all of our podcasts on iTunes or the SRN page of golfcourseindustry.com. Talk to us at srn at gie.net or at GCI Magazine on Twitter. Thanks for listening.